Hey, it's Nikki, and today on the Getting Real Podcast, I'm really excited to welcome a Wisconsin native to the show to talk about a new Lionsgate film called Last Shootout. Skylar Witte is here, star of the film. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Nikki. I'm so excited to be here in the studio with you. Well, let's talk about the film first. Why don't you give us a rundown of what the film's about, and then we'll talk a little bit more about how people can see it. Absolutely. So my character, Jocelyn Miller Callahan, she gets married and then finds out that her husband and his family, the Callahans, have shot down her father, which, as you can imagine, is not something she loves. So she flees the scene um, (laughs) and ends up meeting a gorgeous cowboy, Billy, who kind of saves the day. And she's stuck between the Callahans chasing her and Billy trying to save her, which then leads to what we refer to as the last shootout. That sounds like it's going to be a pretty exciting film. Anybody who's into Westerns is going to be super excited about this one for sure. But anybody from Wausau is going to be excited too to be able to see you in the film because you grew up here. Absolutely. It definitely follows the kind of Western plot line that I think people know and love. And it's so special for me to be able to share this with the people that I love in Wisconsin. And it's really cool to be back in Wausau. I feel like Every person that I've met, every place that I've lived has really been a part of this journey. And so, you know, living in L.A. for three years, but being able to come back for my first lead role and watch the movie with my family and friends is something so special. I can't even begin to put it into words. So how can people watch the film with you? So the film is going to be available for video on demand and streaming actually Friday, December 3rd. And then it's being released on DVD on December 7th. So currently you can buy it on Amazon. I'm pretty sure my mom has bought about 15 copies already. (laughs) Everyone can expect a copy of the film for Christmas, but DVD and Blu-ray available on Amazon right now. That is fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about your experience because you were Miss Wisconsin USA in 2017. How had that experience really translated into what you're doing today? I think that was the catalyst for a lot of the things I'm doing today. I had always loved theater and being on camera. I think my parents can agree. I was kind of always the kid that loved the spotlight. There was no denying that. But Miss USA was my first real taste of seeing such a large scale production in action. And it was also my first taste of really gaining the confidence that it takes to, let's say, pack your car, having never been to the city of Los Angeles and move there. Um, So being at Miss USA, I was watching the production crew and also just, you know, being there to compete, being around all these amazing women. And I felt really empowered, like I could literally do anything I want. It's always been in the back of my mind to give my go at acting and move to Los Angeles. And so I finished up my time at UW-Madison and then quite literally packed my car, having never been to the city of Los Angeles, and moved. And January, it will mark three years. So it really, it changed my life competing at Miss USA. Well, that is awesome because I can imagine the culture shock between growing up in Wisconsin and all the experiences here to moving to L.A. and the different types of experiences that you have there. So what was, was there a huge adjustment or was it really just kind of, Hey, I'm here and everything's cool. A huge adjustment. I uh, <laughs> The first couple of weeks that I was there, I was so overwhelmed. I mean, if the traffic alone is enough to make you lose your mind when you first get there. I've now very much adjusted to that. But when I first got there, the traffic, I didn't know where anything was. The city is huge. Um, you lose service a lot, uh, which was very overwhelming as someone who had no idea where to go. 
but I think it was really wonderful. Once I started to make good friends out in L.A., I now feel like I have kind of my own little family of friends out there. So it helps the adjustment. But the culture shock was real. It's a very different world. Um, but I'm grateful that I have a great support system back here who continued to encourage me from afar. You can do this. Just keep riding out that wave. And eventually it did become much easier. And now it's just my life, which is great. <laughs> and now you're starring in a film. <laughs> which is so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> And wild to think about. And even every time I watch the trailer, every time I talk about it, it's hard to not get emotional because it's like all of your dreams coming true. And then again, getting to share it with the people who have supported you through the crying in your car in the Target parking lot because your map isn't working and you can't get home. Uh, So now being able to share that with them is just surreal, something I can't. I, like I said, can't put it into words. (laughs) And in this film, you were able to star alongside some pretty big actors. What was that experience like for you? Insane. Uh, (laughs) I still can't believe that I was working with such talented actors, but actors that I had grown up watching, like Michael Welch and Cam Gigandet, who star in the movie. Michael Welch actually plays Jodie Callahan, who's my husband. Watched them in the Twilight movies all growing up. Definitely knew who they were. (laughs) Of course, Bruce Dern, who's a Hollywood icon. The first time I met him on set, you know, we were chatting. And then he's, like, talking to me. And he's like, my daughter is pretty tall, too. Because he thought I was really tall, which is funny. Nobody ever thinks I'm tall. But he (laughs) thought I was really tall. He's like, my daughter's really tall, too. Do you know her? Laura is her name. I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, yes, Mr. Dern, I do know your daughter, Laura Dern. Um, thank you. But, you know, that that's just his daughter. And he's just yeah. a normal guy who is, but again, an icon. And then, of course, David DeLuise, who I grew up watching on Wizards of Waverly Place. He spoke to me first. And I almost fell off my trailer stairs because he was like, you must be our leading lady. And I was like, <laughs> Mr. Russo is knows my name. So the first couple of days, I was very much having to pretend like I had been there. And I like, this is normal. This is totally normal to be with people you watched your entire life growing up. Um, But by the end of the three and a half weeks of shooting, I felt like we had kind of formed this wonderful little family of people. And all of the actors, like I said, that I worked with were so wonderful and so supportive and knew this was my first leading role. And were very encouraging through the process and making me feel like I had been there and I had done that, which was really wonderful. Yeah, that is a pretty special experience. And the fact that you were able to land this in such a short time in L.A. is incredible. That really shows a lot of your talent. Absolutely. And I I think a lot of it, too, I have to give credit to the director, Michael Pfeiffer, and his wife, Kea Coley, who actually plays Eloise in the movie. I met Michael Pfeiffer working as background on one of his films my first couple of weeks in L.A. And we maintained a relationship and I continued to grow my craft. And when this script came across his desk, he reached out to me and said, we'd love to have you read for it. Of course, I still had to go through the audition process and feel so grateful that, you know, the casting, the production, as well as the directors loved me and felt like I was a good fit. So I do give a lot of credit to him as well because we met and he stayed in touch with me and gave me truly the greatest opportunity I could have ever imagined in such a short amount of time of living in Los Angeles. That is awesome. I'm so excited for you. This is such a huge opportunity. And the movie, I've only seen the trailer so far and it looks like it's going to be a super fun ride. I'm really excited. Where was the film shot? We shot at a ranch um, just north of L.A., about an hour north in, like, the Santa Clarita area. So it was a legitimate ranch, not a set. Uh, And it was really funny because a lot of the other actors are, like, from California or have lived there forever. 
So there's like cows crossing as we're <laughs> shooting, which for me is very normal. Yeah. Um, but so many folks on set, including the crew, were like absolutely starstruck by the cows on this ranch, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. But it was cool to be on a ranch. I think it definitely helped get into character, too, when you're actually in that environment. And you really are kind of getting the mud on your boots, if you will, yeah. <laughs> while you're shooting. But it was a beautiful location. Well, thank you so much for telling us all about this. I'm really excited to check out the film. Tell us again where we can get the film. And also tell people how they can follow you on your future adventures. Absolutely. So the film will be coming out streaming and video on demand on Friday, December 3rd. And then on December 7th, it will be available for DVD and Blu-ray purchase. Although you can pre-order it currently on Amazon, which is great. And it's called Last Shootout. And then you can follow me. All of my social media handles are Skylar Witty. That's Skylar with an A, S-K-Y-L-A-R, Witty, W-I-T-T-E. Now, Skylar, while I have you here, I have to tell you that I am a volunteer with a Girl Scout troop that my husband actually leads. And right now, the girls are working on their entertainment technology badge. No way. (laughs) Yes. So we're asking people who are in the entertainment industry, what types of things happen when putting a film together? Oh my gosh. So many things. Well, so exciting for the girls. How cool. What a treat for them. Um, So many things happen going into the film. You know, you get the script, you audition for the film, then you wait. You wait and you wait and you wait. And then you hope that you get the call. Um, And then once you're on set, you are surrounded with so much technology. You have cameras, you have boom mic operators, which of course are those long mics with the furry little heads on the end. You're also being mic'd up to your body so that they have the sounds coming from all different directions. Uh, Lighting people, all sorts of folks on set. In fact, like the actors are such a small portion of all of the people that actually go into being on set. There's almost double, if not triple, the amount of folks working on the crew. So just the technology side. Um, And then once you finish wrapping the film, there's someone who does the editing. There's someone who edits the sound. And a lot of times after you finish, you have to go back in and re-record certain portions where the sound wasn't picked up, especially, let's say, if you're shooting on a ranch in the middle of Santa Clarita. (laughs) So we do then what's called ADR, which is when you go back in. And so I've seen portions of the movie because I had to go back in, watch them over and over, and then match my voice to my face, which is kind of a funny little thing and a side of filmmaking that I didn't even know about prior to entering this industry. And I think that was probably like one of the coolest little things that I learned. So that's a little bit about the process, but it's, it's a long process and a lot of people that do a lot of great work. And I noticed that you actually have a TikTok of behind <laughs> the scenes showing like the cameras and, and how things were filmed. That's pretty neat. Absolutely. I think that was fun. Thankfully on set, they were really open about us sharing the experience, which is fun. So yeah, I got to make a few TikToks. And one of the craziest things on our set was when they were shooting the wagon scenes. Obviously, if you're going to shoot into the wagon, you can't sit on top of horses with a camera. That would, well, maybe, but that could get a little tricky. (laughs) So they have uh, what's called a process trailer where they hook the actual um, wagon up to a trailer. And then the cameraman sits in a trailer. So it looks like he's sitting on the horses. Um, So that is something that you can find on my TikTok. (laughs) That is really cool. Thank you so much, Skylar. I appreciate you being here and sharing your experience and telling us how we're going to be able to watch this film. It's so cool being able to say, hey, she's from Wisconsin (laughs) as we're watching a movie from L.A. So cool. Well, thank you again for having me and allowing me to share a little bit about the adventures. The movie is called Last Shootout, and it's available video on demand.